0: I've been busy for the last couple of days uh, watching a lot of different things that I'm going to be talking about in the next couple of entries. Uh, This is a very quick one that I wanted to get out of the way. I didn't necessarily go out of my way to watch this. It was kind of like I was trying to watch one thing, it wasn't what I expected and it turned out to be this film. Which I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but I do have some things that don't kind of make me feel like it's, uh, not gonna say one of the greatest of this year. But to kick off the year, it wasn't bad. It is one of those films that you can only kind of watch once, and I'm gonna say right now that if you did plan on watching it, or if you have watched it, or if you haven't watched it, then... I would suggest maybe not listening to this entry because I am going to go really deep into the story and probably spoil a few things uh, because that's how I feel I should be explaining it, especially since it's a film that's almost six months old by now. Um, But if you haven't watched it, I wouldn't listen to this entry. I'd skip, go to the next one, go to another one. Uh, But if you have watched it and you're interested in my perspective, by all means, stick around. We're going to be talking about The Little Things from January of this year, 2021. It's a crime drama mystery thriller kind of film. Uh, it's starring Denzel Washington, uh, Jared Leto, and Remy Malik. For those who may not know who Remy Malik is, he's the actor who portrayed uh, Freddie Mercury in the recent Queen biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. He's also uh, been in a video game that I enjoy called Until Dawn, and he's also got a big role on a TV show called Mr. Robot. Uh, he's definitely getting up there, getting more roles and getting more recognized for his acting capabilities. He's a very, very good actor, and this is definitely a good role for him. Um, but yeah, it, in all in all, the movie takes place, it's very dated. I don't know if it's based on anything. It might be based on a book or something. I'm not 100% certain. But I don't think it's based on any true stories. If it's based on anything, it's based on a work of fiction, but I don't think it has any root in anything that actually happened in real life. So, it's. I think it takes place in like the late 80s, early 90s, where this detective goes from one part of LA to another, and he finds out that something that was part and they dance around this a lot where they're like this guy lost his position because this one case like drove him to be very acting very strange, it kind of drove him to lose his job because he became invested in it and then The investment became kind of an obsession. So it it kind of portrays the Denzel Washington character as being that character. And then uh, murders that are very similar to those murders start happening again. And he goes out to help the new detective on the spot who is played by Rami Malek. So Rami Malek knows this guy's name. He knows his reputation. And what he doesn't know is what kind of drove him to not be in the position he's in anymore. So you start seeing this kind of relationship build up between them where they're starting to like kind of trust each other and he's kind of this new guy on the block who's taking advice from the old dog who used to run around here and, you know, kind of feel him out to see if he can actually help with this case for him. So they go to the crime scenes together he starts helping him he starts running into people that used to work with him and then you start getting this very this very dim feeling that uh, there's more to why he left and th- they they definitely leave the anxiety level very high and it's definitely very much a mystery up until a certain point where you don't know what's going on and you don't know why everybody's acting weird with this guy and that's you know part of the movie feeling that it's meant to give you But it's also like, okay, they're supposed to be solving a murder at the same time. And they're not really, like, that's that's the focus, but it's not the main focus from what you're feeling. You're feeling like the main focus is the Denzel Washington character more so than the actual murders. So they eventually get a murder suspect uh, because they find a way to connect it to um, some repair shop or whatever. And one of the workers just so happens to be um, this really creepy dude and that happens to be played by Jared Leto and Jared Leto does a fantastic job of being creepy and weird and I think we all know from previous roles that he's done he really engulfs himself in whatever role he kind of picks up on you know nothing you know nothing was ever, ever as simple for him sometimes as it is for like his roles in that Nicolas Cage movie or, um Art of War or uh, something of war or war of something where he played, you know, a very simple kind of person, you know, gun dealer. And then you have films where it's like, oh, um, Requiem for a Dream, and then his role as the Joker. And, like, he's very capable of stepping out and being sort of this very c- close to a method actor. So, that kind of what it, this portrayal sort of is. this The creepiness he adds to this character. It's very, 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 very done. Uh, done very, very well. So... They get him in, but of course they can't prove that it's really him. You know, there's some substantial evidence, but nothing concrete. So what do they do? They start stalking this dude, which is making it even more obvious to the guy that he's, you know, a target, but you never know if it's really him that's the killer because he's just a creepy dude. And he's even he even said at one point in the film that it was like I didn't do it but I wish I did. It was something like that. It was something <clears throat> it was something really dumb like that. And so after a certain point, I want to say sometime between the middle close to the end of the second act of the film where Jared Leto becomes a really key part, it really starts getting a little ridiculous and it's almost like they focus on this guy too much because they kind of want it to be him, and you're never really a hundred percent certain if it's him. So the 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 two detectives, denza Denzel Washington and Remy Malek's characters the two detectives they start working together and they go out of their way to really try to pin this guy because they both believe that he's the guy and then he realizes that so he starts messing with them so they like show up to his house and he's like listen I want to make amends meet me at this bar and then he le- he leaves his house and then Denzel Washington breaks into the house to kind of try to find evidence and this guy calls the cops on them. So Denzel Washington has to make it seem like they're not doing something under the radar because what they're doing is essentially illegal. So he climbs up the roof, and Remy Malik's like, okay, I gotta go get him. And he's like driving to die in his car, and there's Jared Leto on the corner just like eating ice cream, like waving at him. It's just so dumb at one point, and it just, it keeps going down this road where it's like, I, I wish they kind of took the it's almost like they didn't take it all the way serious up t- at that point, and then they kind of got back on, like, a serious track. But, like, th- there's a good 20 or 30-minute gap in the middle where it's just like, th- like this is not what I thought this was leading up to be. I didn't expect this to be where this movie was going to go. But then it kind of picks back up, and the Jared Leto character goes to Remy Malik because he, th- I guess he feels he's the weakest, and he's like... Um. oh, I will bring you to where the girl is buried, but only you. And so he brings him out into the middle of this desolate land, and he gives gives him a shuttle, and he says, okay, she's right there, start digging. And then Remy Malik starts digging. But Denzel Washington's character is trying to follow them, but he doesn't know exactly where they went. He just knows the area, so he's driving around trying to find them. And so you get this feeling like, okay, Remy Malik's about to die. If this is really the murder, Jared Leto was going to kill Remy Malik. And he has him dig, he has him dig, and then Jared Leto's like, Oh no, I'm sorry, I had the wrong po- I had the wrong spot. It's actually that spot about five feet over there. And he makes him dig again. <laughs> and then he digs again and then he's like, Oh no, that's the wrong spot. It's that spot over there. So it's just this like ten minute long scene of Jared Leto just like completely fucking with the detective. And the detective feels it, but he's also getting tired and aggravated, and Jared Little's, like, egging him on, like, like, you really think I killed it, didn't you? Yeah, you do. I bet you do really think... Like, it's really dumb. Like, I get that it's meant to kind of portray this feeling where it's like, you never know what's gonna happen next, and, of course, what happens next is very unexpected. But it's just, it's not done to the extent I feel like this movie led up for it to be. Like, if he wasn't so... button-pushy, I guess you could say then maybe it would make sense. Because then eventually what happens is Rami Malik kind of loses his cool, turns around and just shoots Jared Leto in the head. Oh no, he doesn't shoot him. He's got the shovel in his hand and he turns around and he whacks him over the side of the head. That's what it is. But he hits him so hard that it's... I, I remember there being blood splatter and his head being kind of busted open. I forgot. It wasn't a headshot. It was actually a shovel hit. So the shovel that he's digging with, he turns around and he's just like, shut up! And he bashes him right in the head with it. And the guy dies. Flat out, Jared Leto's character is dead now. Now, remember, they haven't proved that this guy's the killer. So as far as they know, they killed an innocent man, almost. Even though they both feel in their gut that he's the killer, they haven't proved it yet. And that's where you see the difference between the Denzel Washington character and the Rami Malek character. Where... Denzel Washington finally shows up, sees him there with the dead body, and it's like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Like, calm, cool, and collective is like, we're gonna hide this body, and then you're gonna go in retirement. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sit here, dig a hole, bury him six feet deep. I'll be back in. A, I'll be back in two hours. He drives away, leaves him in the middle. And now, to me, I'm thinking he's gonna come back and Remy Malik He's gonna have. He's gonna have shot himself in the head because that's not who the Remy ca- the Remy Malek character has portrayed himself to be. That's not. I feel like that that kill would have eaten him alive and he would have killed himself. But he's in such belief that they were right that he has to prove it. And he has to prove that this guy brought him out to this remote part of this desolate land, this unoccupied land. So Denzel Washington goes, goes into the guy's house, Jared Leto's house, and starts making it seem like he skips town. And then he takes all of his shit, goes back out to the, to the, the plot of land that they're on, and... The body is still sitting there in the middle of the road while Remy Malik has been digging holes for the last six hours. There's, like, a dozen holes because he's like, I have to believe that he did it, and if he did it, the body's here. So he just still believed that, and it's meant to show this psych- psychotic break where he's just digging and digging and digging and digging, and Denzel Washington shows up, and it's like, what, 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 that's not what I told you to do, dude. And so they bury the body, he tells him what's going to happen, he takes all of his stuff... And he's like, okay, I'm going back to the part of L.A. that I live in. You're going to go back, say that the case is being too much for you, and you're going to go into like an early retirement kind of thing. And the guy's like, okay. like He's traumatized because he just killed the dude and didn't realize that he doesn't know that that's the murderer. So it's eating him alive whether or not he killed the murderer and he should feel good or he killed an innocent man. And he should be afraid of himself. Something like that. Like, it, that feeling is kind of what kind of saved the film for me a little bit. But then, when he gets back to his part of the, the, um, the part of L.A. where he lives in, where he kind of separated himself from that area... He starts burning all of his clothes and burning all of his stuff. And then it tracks back to this other detective who's like sitting at home. And he's just kind of worried and he's looking at his kids and he's like, did I do the right thing? Am I a psycho? Like, what do I do if I am a psycho? And he gets a he gets a package. And the package is from the Denzel Washington detective. And it's this hair clip. Now, a very prominent thing was that the most recent uh, girl who disappeared, uh, one of the identifying factors... Well, that the parents gave was that, oh, she has this hair clip that she always wears. It's this very distinctive hair clip or whatever. And the Denzel Washington character says, you know, in the, this letter he sends him that, you know, basically, here's what I found in, in his apartment, in Jared Leto's apartment. And it's a red hair clip. And then he's like, OK, I did kill the killer. And then it cuts back. To Denzel Washington burning all the guy's stuff at his house in deep Los Angeles. And you see him pull out a pack of hair clips. And the red one's missing. And then he burns all the other ones. And it's like, okay, so he wasn't the killer? But essentially Denzel Washington just made this dude get away with murder? What? Like, that's the cliffhanger? Is that they're actually... He actually did kill an innocent man? Or maybe that he had to prove to him that he wasn't innocent, even though they couldn't prove it? And do the killings now stop? Like, that's the thing. The movie kind of ends there, and it's kind of like, but are the murders done? Like, what happens next if Remy Malik's character is watching the news, and the killings are still going on, and he's like, but the red hair clip? Like, it's just, I, I understand what the feeling that it was meant to give you, that like, okay you're meant to question whether or not they did the right thing, especially with a scene like that. But it's not done well. I mean, it might be done well for the feeling of the film, but coming from the perspective of how that film started to how the middle kind of portrayed it to what that ending gave us, it is that cliffhanger feeling almost, where you're never going to know whether or not they really did kill the guy or they really did kill the killer and... I guess that leaves the question opening that oh maybe we'll get a second part I don't know I don't think this qualifies for a second I think this is a one off I think this, I, I I don't think I would ever watch it again unless I'm trying to show it to somebody who's never seen it before this is definitely one of those films that's that's a one off viewing you never have to watch it again after the first viewing and I don't say that about too many films a lot of it comes from these films that have these stories like this where once you see it you kind of can't like, get the same feeling the second time around, because you kind you know what you're expecting at the end of it. You know, it's, it's kind of knowing who the killer is before you start reading a murder mystery. That's what this is. So you can really only watch this film once, but even that first watch-through will kind of leave you with still so many questions, which maybe that's what it's supposed to give you, but I feel like they're not good questions, because, again, I thought the focus of the film was meant to be on finding the murderer. And you don't know if they found the murderer. So I maybe somebody else would watch this and not get that feeling. But I just – I feel like it needed a little bit more absolution at its ending when it came to the idea of these detectives being that – Like, because here's the other thing. It's portraying Denzel Washington as being as obsessed with this case or as obsessed with finding this killer because it's very similar to a case that he never solved. So not only is Denzel Washington's case not solved, but also Remy Malik believes his case is solved. But the detectives are still going to be, who are still working on it in the police station, they're still going to be working on it because they don't know it's solved. So you have this this three-angle story where it's like, If it winds up that somebody else does get killed, like, a week after these events, then is Denzel Washington not going to come back? Is Rami Malek not going to feel like he was cheated and go after Denzel Washington for lying to him? Like, there's just, there's too many questions outside of who the actual, what the actual story should have been about. And that's who the murderer was. And that's whether or not they solved the case. The fact that the case essentially isn't solved is what bothers me the most. Because, again, a story like this needs some form of absolution. And I feel the absolution they gave us wasn't worthwhile for the trip that you went went through during the film. The first act is great. Part of the second act is good. And part of the second act is just really bad that led into an ending that just was very... I'm not going to say lackluster, because it is still a good ending it's just not an ending that you want for a story like this like if you told me that this was going to get a sequel then yeah maybe that is what it is and then maybe this two-part story would make sense in the long run like it's a a murder mystery but you're not going to find out who the murderer is until the second film but i don't think we're going to get a sequel to this i don't i don't know what they would do with that because the whole premise was on these characters and are these characters... Well, Jared Leto's character's not going to get involved again. Unless he comes back as like some premonition. Which is going to totally destroy whatever credibility this story kind of has in a way. If you have this talking premonition for um, for Remy Malik. But it does kind of portray it in the way that that might be the case. Which might be bad for the story. And then again, maybe the way they ended it is perfect. Maybe it wants you to feel like shit after you watch the film. Maybe it wants you to not know the answer and then for have, to have to have you have all these questions after the fact. Maybe that was what they were going for. But in all honesty, you know, after I've given you that, you know, quick, you know, 15-minute synopsis of what the film essentially is, of course, leaving a few things out so I don't give too much of a spoiler, but basically understand that the film that should be based on a murder, mystery, detective story kind of thing... Kind of teeters that line, and it isn't 100% that, it's maybe 60% that. So, if you had interest in this film, and you were okay with listening to this, and not having it too much spoiled for yourself, and you'll still go into and watch it, like, that's the kind of person I am, things don't really spoil me, because even if I know the ending, it's about the journey to get to the ending that's important to me. So, whether or not I know who the killer is, how somebody dies... I'm still going to watch it because that doesn't. Like, even if I know that it's going to end up that that character is dead, it's about how. What happens to that character before they die. So, like, movies have been spoiled for me in the past and I've still watched them and I've still found them enjoyable, even if I've known certain key things that might ruin it for other people. So, if this was an entry that kind of. Ruined it for you, you know, and you kept listening. I'm just going to say that I warned you beforehand. But if you're a person who did watch it and found some kind of enjoyment in my synopsis, thank you so much for listening. And if you're a person that had never seen it, you just wanted to listen to this because you like what I do on this channel. If I ruined it for you, I apologize. But understand that you could still watch it because I did leave a lot out. And there's still oh there's still the journey that's there and it's only a film that you could watch once and that's that's my perspective as well you're not going to this isn't going to be a film that's on your in your main collection unless you're a, a crime thriller murder mystery fan and even that i wouldn't necessarily put this in your collection because i don't know if it's 100% worth that much it is worth talking about though uh, because it is a really good denzel washington Remy malik and jared letle movie all in and of itself just the way those characters are done and portrayed, uh, is also worth at least mentioning because they are very well casted. And it is a good sit-through. It it isn't a bad sit-through. I just was unhappy with the ending, and I feel like there should have been a little bit more uh, concrete uh, resolution to what the story was meant to give us, and we didn't get that, so that kind of upsets me.